Cameo Radio. Welcome to another episode of Cameo Radio. I'm here with Danny Honeywine. Hi. And we have a very interesting episode here. We created a character just for fun, and it kind of turns out it's true. Yeah, it was ways back, back in February. Yeah. This character, Uncle Grandma. Uncle Grandma! Kind of emerged. And we had that, I think we featured the Uncle Grandma thing in Security and Emergency Services episode. Yeah. And yeah. So, just here, think. turns out. Turns out. It's true. It is true. We found it hiding in the RCMP. Yeah. Uncle Grandma. Of all places. Oh my god. And we've gone and done a lot of background. Danny and I have uncovered a lot of very interesting stories. Mm-hmm. And that lead up to the culmination of the development of Uncle Grandma. First glance, it doesn't look like a very big deal, but it kind of is. It's a really big it's deal. It's kind of a really big deal. Yeah. Uncle Grandma was a character to embody the mental anarchy of the times. And it's very fitting that we found it running in government. You know, because government of governmente being the control of the mind. What better place to find the mental anarchy embodied? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's really something. So this was uh, Sergeant Straduco? 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 Eleanor Straduco. Eleanor. Sorry. Let's just go with Eleanor. Yeah, Eleanor. We'll call it Eleanor. Yeah, I like that. So uh, (laughs) there's a bit of a buzzsaw attached to this thing too because Eleanor, or Uncle Grandma, is hiding in the LGBTQ plus community. Yes. And if you say anything about this stuff, it turns you into a monster. That's how the buzzsaw works. That's how the buzzsaw works, yeah. So you got to be careful. But what better place to hide Uncle Grandma than behind a buzzsaw? Exactly. And it'll just chop anybody up that tries to talk about it. Absolutely. Boy, oh boy, are we edgy. (laughs) So she's a big advocate in the RCMP, she's Sergeant Uncle Grandma <laughs> standing behind the LGBTQ plus buzzsaw, buzzsaw shield. Yep. And there's a backstory to this because her uncle, 55 years ago, mm-hmm. was discharged from the RCMP yes. for being gay. Which the story goes, the story goes, and 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 that's the narrative. That's the narrative. But it turns out there was actually a group of them that were summarily dismissed because of their sexual orientation. We have an interview, actually. We do about this. That like literally firsthand. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was there. He was there. He was there. Yes. And so there was a group of these guys that were summarily dismissed based on their sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. But you got to understand, although there's a lot of tolerance in the world today, 55 years ago, the RCMP was a very different place. Yes. You could, you had to be single. Yes. You had to have a good command of social presence, yes. right? You, you had to have a good fit in the world. You, you couldn't even get married. No. Nope. Without being permission. allowed to. You had yeah. to get permission to get married. Mm-hmm. You had to live on barracks. It was based in character. It was based in character. Strength of character. And there was maybe 6,000 yeah. RCMP. So you would be more likely to be hired by the RCMP based on your unwillingness to pull a firearm. Yes. You would be you would be hired by the RCMP based on the merit of your character. Yeah. Based on your ability to problem solve and de-escalate. Mm-hmm. And based on that kind of homogeneous system where they were all very much alike, you know, they had to be big guys, burly guys, they had to be men, 
they didn't have room in the barracks for that to fall apart because a divided house will fall. And and it what that did was that created a um, unknown to the public. So you knew what you were getting when you saw a man in red. Yes. With the on a horse with the hat. It created that consciousness of what it was. Mm-hmm. So the public wasn't afraid of the police and the RCMP because most for the most part they knew what it was. Right. And and, and even more than the image of the facade or the regalia of an RCMP officer, it's what those men were in the RCMP and who their identity amongst each other was. Mm-hmm. So when you had a group of gay men in the barracks in the shower room dropping soap and doing whatever because they're attracted to each other that can cause problems it could it sure as heck could 55 years ago i mean i'm not a man ago, so i don't know oh but, it yeah. sure as heck could <laughs> but it, it's 55 years ago is a very different time and yeah, we're absolutely. not talking about tolerance we're talking about an undivided unit yes you want to destroy a military unit mm-hmm. divide it mm-hmm So they couldn't have it, right? So these guys were summarily dismissed. And Mm -hmm. today that's not okay. But back then, that was code, Mm -hmm. right? So that's just a little bit of background in that direction. But today, Uncle Grandma's uncle Mm -hmm. (laughs) was honored for being forced to resign for being gay. And the story is he died of AIDS shortly shortly thereafter, which is very unfortunate. Very unfortunate, yeah. Very unfortunate, you know, and... And the point is not to... It's not to hack that. No, all. the point is not to undermine that or to undermine the, the, any of the, that particular piece of the story. But the point is to tell the real story as it was 55 years ago. Mm-hmm. That's the point. Yeah. It's not to throw ourselves into a buzzsaw. Yeah. It's to say, what was really going on? Mm-hmm. Because nobody's going to give you that whole story. The only reason we have that story... Is because of our elders. We have someone who was there, mm-hmm. and he knows. And we've got a clip of it. We certainly do. Well, well hopefully we're going to be able to run that. <laughs> so, he was summarily dismissed for being gay. He died a few months later of AIDS. The RCMP barracks were all men with strict codes. They couldn't even get married without permission. That's what the RCMP was like 55 years ago, back in the 1950s. Well, 60s. 1966. 1966. Yeah. yeah. But those codes come from earlier, mm-hmm. you know? And so we got to watch out for that buzzsaw. Today, we've got Uncle Grandma hiding behind the LGBTQ plus trend, mm-hmm. uh, making things that weren't okay 55 years ago okay today. Mm-hmm. We have some of the real story about what really went on. And why this is actually, it has actually nothing to do with that buzzsaw, right? So Mm -hmm. in order for us to get to the other side of the buzzsaw, we have to say, this is a buzzsaw. Mm. Let's look at what's actually going on behind the buzzsaw. Now, the actual crux of the issue is this mixing of the political party with the police. And so that is the Uncle Grandma character. Uncle Grandma is now running in politics in the liberal party in the liberal party of bc so right right and so this is something that has happened in history at first glance maybe it's not bad but we can touch on a few topics that are very clearly mm-hmm. not and, good and eleanor is taking 
a leave of absence from the RCMP. Which is not totally becoming divorced as an RCMP member, right? So that's where this Uncle Grandma thing comes in. Mm -hmm. Eleanor herself likely is not. I don't think that one person could ever become the monster that is Uncle Grandma. No. But (laughs) it's what's going on. So Uncle Grandma is going to make things that aren't okay today okay in the future. Mm -hmm. Just like what happened in the past where it's making things that weren't okay then Mm. okay today. Look at And it's going to be a new buzzsaw. Exactly. Look at... They're building another buzzsaw. This is what literally happened in Nazi Germany. It is. So that's really important stuff, right? Mm. We've got examples of political parties. You know, where are more examples? Well, there would have been one in Italy. And there was one in Germany. And there was one in Russia. They were, they're really all over the place. It's just that we weren't there. Yeah. We have to learn about it from history books. Mm. But there's lots of examples. So the history of law enforcement mixing with politics. Mm -hmm. It was, in fact, politics mixing with law enforcement in Nazi Germany. Mm -hmm. So in order to be part of the Gestapo, or really, this happened, like you said, all over the place. Yeah, well, to become part of the the police force. You had to be a party member. You'd be a party member, right? And that's literally the direction that we... You can kind of see it, right? It if you're not, the if same you're sort not of towing outcome. the agenda line and you're not willing to kind of mm-hmm. be, you know, flexible and mm-hmm. and maybe the the rules don't really matter. Maybe it's more the the, the feeling of it. And how mm-hmm. does it or the political might agenda. people or whatever? That's political. That's political. And if we have members... That's not law enforcement. No, that's political enforcement. That's political enforcement. And that's what led to all of the worst things in history. In history. So, I don't even go. need to know what some of these things are called. The no, it, it doesn't matter. Something. I don't even remember, right? But so <laughs> yeah, for people that know, it's the Gestapo. It's and the, the Gestapo and the KGB That's and the NKPD yeah. and the yeah. There's a lot of different yeah. police that that have existed who have followed these trends mm-hmm. away from law enforcement. Like good law enforcement mm-hmm. just follows the law. Yeah, and they'll arrest. A corrupt superior. Absolutely. They don't just say, well, I'm here to follow orders. And that goes back to the Geneva and Nuremberg. Yes. Right? That's some big, big stuff that we need to recall. So what's a really big issue of this this having active, you know... RCMP. RCMP in politics. Well, one of the things that happens there is that RCMP have access to privileged information. Never get this mixed up. If they want to know something about your background, they can look that up. Mm -hmm. They don't need permission. They already have it. And like, my goodness, they were at my house knocking on my door the other day. Right. Asking for information. On a woman who lived there five months earlier. On a woman who lived there, yeah, five months later. And like, they bloody well know. They know that I live there. Yeah. And they're asking, so... Why are you here? It's political. It's political. It has very little to do with, with the who reason they there. say they're there. Right? So Smoke. they have privileged information. Yeah, they have access to it as RCMP. They mm. can look up uh, their provincial hub files. And there's there's names. There's like a multiplicity of these different hub files yeah. where they can find anything they want to know about you. Mm-hmm. Anything. Yeah. They can look up your school records. Yeah. They can look up your health records. It's way over, like they literally have access to too much information. Mm -hmm. So when you take somebody who is not out of that, they have not resigned, they have not divorced themselves from that system. And now in British Columbia, somebody legally can run in politics who's connected to that. So now we have somebody in politics 
who has way too much access to personal information mm-hmm. of anyone they mm-hmm. want. Anyone they want. Yep. That, in history, is a very dangerous combination. Slippery slope. Yep. Oh, beyond slippery. Yep. Oh, just an erosion of everything. And so we st- stumbled upon this fascinating story from another person who lives here in the South Caribou. Ah, yes. That helps kind of just put another pin on the map to help us chart right. this map of how it's all gone so sour. Right, because this isn't something that just started. No. Like we said, this is something that might have begun 55 years ago, but mm-hmm. it's also something that likely began back when John Prentchen mm-hmm. was in power. Very, very interesting Very story. interesting story. Yeah. And now more current events. This is the totalitarian tiptoe and the gradual and slow erosion over time. Mm-hmm. This is not just something that happens overnight no no and this this has been going on for far too long so we've got law enforcement moving into politics with agendas in the liberal government the issues of active rcmp in politics with very privileged access to way too much information mm-hmm. a politician should not have no and so like let's pinpoint a moment in time in the rcmp's history where did where this politics got in the way right and started Interfering, infiltrating. infiltrating. Yeah. yeah, it literally infiltrated, and it happens with specific individuals, right? Yeah. So let's look back into around 1993 to 2003, when John Crenshaw was in power. And like you said, Danny, we had that interview, and it focused on the installation of Zaccadelli. Yeah, yeah. his last name is Zaccadelli, uh, the fella, and he became the RCMP commissioner right now he was not the way it works with these commissioners as i understand it they are elected from within the membership mm-hmm. right so they come up the ranks and there's a committee the and, and the committee and yeah. the, there's a panel there's a panel mm-hmm. that you know works to elect the commissioner mm-hmm. so they had a fella named kurt uh, iden kurt iden and he was set to be the next commissioner of the rcm right and he was a good fit based on the membership the membership was pretty well unanimous this yeah, guy is a good he's fit he's it. got the right character he knows what needs to be done he's mm-hmm. got the experience take us forward take us forward but this zacadelli character got involved got involved somehow. and he was the opposition there and they had another a woman that was the other potential candidate and mm. she had was very new and she didn't want she, she wasn't knew running. she wasn't right yeah. for it she was being put up to it yeah. right because you can't just have one person installed so yeah. they put somebody else up to it yeah. but she knew she wasn't right yeah exactly so they had zacadelli zacadelli fascinatingly lived next to a fellow named herb. herb and herb had come from politics and now he wasn't he was no longer with the um branch of of the government ministry of public safety or Something whatever it's had called. Happened, he, yes. he had worked closely with the RCMP. And so he was, he wasn't out. in it anymore. He wasn't though. in it anymore. Something had happened, but something happened. He was the neighbor of this Zaccadelli character. Mm-hmm. And he was friends with John Critchin. And he was somehow involved. With John somehow. So he was he actually sway. able to lobby Critchin to get involved with this appointment of the commissioner. Right. And at the end of the day, John Christian pushed him in. Wasn't elected. Right. And Zaccadelli got in. Yeah. Zaccadelli took control took as control the commissioner. As the commissioner. Of the RCMP. Because of this political interference that right. happened within that government. Because his neighbor somehow had ties. He was out of government. Mm-hmm. He was able to push Christian. We don't know what went on there, but the Whatever whole thing they had, reeks. Yeah, it, it just reeks. reeks. Yeah. So, and we don't know. And maybe one day... Somebody will. Somebody will come forward. A lot of people end up telling us the story. Mm -hmm. 
So that's pretty fun. So Jock Crenshaw, using his privilege, mm-hmm. was able to install a new commissioner against the electoral process. Yeah, and the will of the or the people. The people who were literally yeah. making that organization what it was meant to be. Yeah. And that's another example of political interference. So that's, I kind of think that's where it started. That's, that's the beginning of sentiment. Uncle Grandma. I think, yeah. Yeah, it's just mental anarchy. Yeah. And in the government, which is the governmente, yeah. you know, the control the of the mind, it's just not right. That's a corrupt process right off the bat. Absolutely. Nothing should be built on that because no. that turns into... A compound error. Yeah, exactly. Abs is promulgated on fraud. Yep. So it's, yeah, this shouldn't go on forever. Uh, so the current RCMP contract was renewed in 2012. It expires in 2032. And the, uh, what is it? The legislature's special committee on reforming the police act. At the provincial level. At yeah. the provincial level has yeah. said, we need to download the policing models to the municipal level. And we did a whole big bit on Mm -hmm. that. And that was a really good one. Security and emergency services. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so to be clear, that's the direction it's going. That's where it's going. You know, they may have not have like passed the legislation or redeveloped the police act, but like the committee has this this spoken. Mm -hmm. And unless there's some wild change in the legislature and the government, like that's where it's headed. Well, and the yeah. only thing that's going to make it not go there is the fact that nobody knows that this is happening. And the municipal systems seem unable to pay for it using the contemporary model, which is the, uh, you know, the colonial slug. Well, they have difficulty pay- paying for sidewalks. They can't even freaking build so, a sidewalk. So, yeah. I mean, I know that they are current because I've had this argument bounced back. Well, they already are paying for municipal policing because they're paying for the RCMP contracts. And I go, how much of that is... We're not paying for surplus. That. They take out a loan. We have an exponentially growing, like, let's just not mince this up at all. We have an exponentially growing national debt that pays for it. Mm-hmm. We pay back not even the interest payment on that through taxation. Mm-hmm. Our taxes don't decrease the national debt. And our current liberal government has blown that debt up more than it's ever been Mm -hmm. there's no way out and they're talking about downloading this thing to the local level luckily we do have some solutions there but it's not just policing that's the issue because they follow orders right Mm -hmm. and if it's corrupt how are we even going to fix that Mm -hmm. so there's issues of rcmp becoming judges as well that's and so what now we have a judge who has like judges are there's already problems there they're appointed they're not elected right so the appointment of judges is a questionable process all in its own, right? That's mm-hmm. part of the executive branch. Of I think we, we'll link in this this episode that list. Oh, those are... Huh. The list of the judges. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, we should put that in yeah. just so that people can see how bad this can be sometimes. Exactly, yeah. So yeah, we'll definitely have that. Check in the article below. It'll probably go to a Village Voice article or something. A yeah. new Renaissance article, yeah. likely. So there's corruption in the chief judge's office. And like, literally, I know this on a firsthand basis and have the information mm-hmm. to, to move on that. And I am moving on that. And a lot of other people are moving on that. Yeah. There's a lack of impartiality, right? And so how is a sheriff any good in that situation? Mm-hmm. They just turn into a hired thug. Mm-hmm. They follow the orders of the court. A sheriff yeah. is a court's representative. Right. But yeah. the courts are a bit broken. Mm-hmm. Just a tad. And not all judges. Mm-hmm. It's like a handful. They've got their own little inner cabal. Of course. Yeah. Well, and we don't have a 
you know, the writings on the wall. We don't have a local judge. We don't right, have a resident judge. We don't have, yeah, resident, resident prosecutors, resident. We barely have resident doctors at this point. No. Because it's the rug is just being pulled out from. Well, the last two days, back. our emergency room mm-hmm. in the 100 mile hospital has been without a doctor. And it's not that we have a shortage of doctors, it's that the doctors. They can't go in the emergency can't room. Can't go in the emergency <laughs> room because they refuse to get the, the jab yeah. for these uh, COVID shots. Yeah. They're doctors yeah <laughs> they're refusing to get it just stop right just there let them do what they're thinking like, they're seriously. professionals <laughs> like and they're not allowed because oh, oh so absurd. it's trouble in politics yeah. right so and then there's other things too the issues of rcmp giving financial support to the media and that stops the real story from getting out so we have the hundred mile free press black press run by corporal sanowski corporal sanowski of the black <laughs> press right yeah. and so they just toe the line yeah and this is the beginnings of the stasi it's the beginning of the stasi that's yeah. the word i was looking for yeah, oh, the, the stasi, stasi. Oh, oh there it is Oh, man, blast from the past. Yeah, Yeah, let's not go there. So the challenges of this thing, we know the problems. We don't want the Stasi. We don't want the Gestapo. We need a new local policing model, and we are being told by the legislature that we'd better get ready to do that. We know that the RCMP contract is expiring in 2032 and don't think that's far away. People go, but that's That's 10 years. 10 years. Um, Seriously, 10 years is like... Yeah. Yeah. 10 years is a long time when you're five. Yeah, exactly. That's twice your lifespan. (laughs) But at this point, you know, and there's a lot of people, man, years can go by like months. Oh, yeah. It's just really something. Time's actually speeding up, and we'll get into that in another episode. Fact. Yeah. Fact. Well, maybe with like XI. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So very exciting. We can go back. So anyone who listened to our episode about the elephant in the park and the celebration of the first responders. Oh, right. Yeah, that was a good one. Just, we can kind of tie back to that. Mm-hmm. Because we know we have first responders, we have them. people willing to volunteer Volunteers, in the community, yeah. people willing to step up. Oh yeah, go great the examples. Mile. Fire departments, fire departments, emergency local emergency services. services. Yeah, they're people who care about their community, and they put a lot of effort and time and energy into maintaining these systems. But how do we tie those people, like those official kind of groups or whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. into our actual response at a local level? Because if I have somebody that I know is is in crisis and needs help, if I don't want to call the RCMP, I can't just call the fire department. You can't I have to the call. I have to call nine one one, and they're going to dispatch the RCMP. They follow their protocol. So I actually recently had this experience, and I went into the uh, the family enrichment center, and I saw the. A lady at the desk there, Lorna, and I said, I'm having this issue. Somebody needs help. Where do I go? Do we have a women's center? Do we have a men's center? Like, what is yeah. the... And, and what she, is said, there? she said, you could try... Because I said, well, I can't call the RCMP because they're the issue. They're the problem. And and she said to me, you could try the hospital? There's no doctor. Question mark? Question mark? Uh, Speaky voice? Yeah. And I was like, what, I'm supposed to bring the person to the hospital? Like, it just, it didn't make any no, sense. And the hospital won't help. They're like, we do broken bones and x-rays. Well, it was like the public. <laughs> no, it was, it was just, oh, I can't remember what it was described as. It was like the mental health. When I was like, oh, yeah. but like to the hospital? No. I was like, in the emergency room? No, no. And by the so, time they actually get around to helping somebody, it's been months. 
Yeah. They're literally have like months long wait list mm-hmm. for crisis interventions. Like, oh, just don't do anything silly. We'll get to you in a couple of months. Like, uh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's just just no bueno. Yeah, exactly. And Not what so actually good. probably was needed was reassurance from a community of like, don't worry, you know, like they're not going to interfere anymore to make your life worse because it's dealt with. But <laughs> there's been a, a resolution and an intervention. Yes. Which, yeah. <laughs> and there are ways to do that. We just yeah. did a great episode on conflict resolution, mm-hmm. but it's not always conflicts. It's sometimes it's something that's going on external. Like you said, when the RCMP are actually the problem, yeah. where the heck do you go? Yeah. It's just not that straightforward. So the legislature is telling us that, we're going to have to download this to the local level. Mm-hmm. The RCMP aren't doing it. We know that we need changes in the dispatch methods. Mm-hmm. I think that's what you're getting at mm-hmm. there, right? Mm-hmm. So when you phone 911, they say, please fire or ambulance. And you say, community intervention? Mm-hmm. Can we have option number four? Mm-hmm. Right? And and I think that's kind of really what we need to do. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people out there who can help and yes. will help if they know. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's the bottom line. And, and who has oversight over how this is happening, right? Who are these committees? Are they appointed? Why are the judges appointed? How do we elect them? How do the people become more involved in these processes? Mm-hmm. So that we end up with a resident judge. A resident judge. And, you know, people who are going to make the decision based on what the will of the people. How hard is it? Okay. In reality, mm. in the, in the, in the. In the court, real life. In the court that we think of in our minds. Right. Everybody thinks of a court. Okay, there's there's an issue. Judge duty, right? We've oh, say it's a judge whatever. duty. Right. So it's a little got, bit of reasonability. You got a judge, you got a person up here the who's arbitrator. like, I'm impartial. I'm going to listen to you and I'm going to listen to you. You're under oath to tell the truth. You're under oath to tell the truth. Tell the truth. If and, you lie, I'll know. And I'll know. <laughs> and maybe we need to have a jury, right? As of an peers. Extra, of peers, right? When was the last Listening. time? I've never seen a court room with the jury right and so this is what we have in our minds and it's not that it's not that at but all. how hard is that really and you can elect right why couldn't we just be like well who's the most responsible person in this community we can just elect them to be the judge right we they always act in integrity so like let's make them the judge how hard <clears throat> right. is that and if it's a resident <laughs> a resident judge not a circuit court judge yeah the resident judge is going to be accountable to the community and if that judge starts doing the wrong thing bye yeah, and the media is actually going to cover it instead of Corporal Sanowski covering it up. <laughs> covering it. Covering it, yeah. So we, She's got great coverage. <laughs> she covers it up like a blanket, right? Just a smoke screen in front of any real yeah. issue and then just fake news. Yeah. So, so if you have a resident judge, resident prosecutor, you have local sheriffs, people who aren't on a circuit, mm-hmm. they are accountable to the community. And if the community gets really upset with these individuals, there's going to be a mob outside Bye. of the house. Yeah. Like pots and pans revolution. Well, it's easy to get rid of them. Bye. Yeah. They're not appointed. We can't get rid of them. How do you, what, how do you deal with an appointed judge? You can't. Well, you, look- get, you get these lists on the internet of corrupt judges. That's it. That's the, check out the list. And yeah. then also we'll, we'll make a little link there and, it, or just, just Google search. Pots and Pans Revolution. Mm-hmm. That was the Icelandic Revolution. Yeah. Really good stuff. Really good stuff. There's solutions in history. Yep. There's problems in history. Mm-hmm. Learn from it. Implement it. Or be doomed. Yeah. So, you know, here we are talking about it. But we are actually working on this stuff, too. We're yeah. not just talking. We're not talking about it. Because what are we, right? Like, where are we at in mm-hmm. our larger, you know, the larger, the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Well, we're in this existing colonial system. Mm. It's non-responsive. It's just non-responsive to people. It's non-responsive to people. So those yeah. those are the real challenges, you know, and how do we change that? 
And how is it already changing? Mm -hmm. And we're seeing that, like you said, these first responders, the volunteers, the system is there. This is a cultural, really beautiful cultural aspect that we already have. We already have it. And let's not, let's not toss them to the wayside over like fricking jabber jabs. Mm. Who cares? If somebody doesn't want to get a shot. If they want to volunteer and they have a reasonable, you know, like list of character references and a clean criminal record check, boom, oh, yeah. Bob's your uncle. Well, when we went to the, uh, the what is it? First Responder Appreciation Day in the yeah. park, the, the, you know, the, the awkward celebration in the park, they literally said, we have an award to give to the Forest Grove Volunteer Fire Department. Is there anyone here? And there was a few people that looked at me and I just kind of was like, I'm not getting the vaccine. So I don't. Well, you're not part of the hall anymore. Yeah. Well, I still am oh, you technically, are, right. but I can't respond to calls. I'm not allowed to ride in the fire truck mm-hmm. or, or anything because I didn't get a vaccine. Mm-hmm. I'm still a good firefighter, but I'm like, I'm not accepting the award from these people that literally made it so that I can't help my community in that mm-hmm. regard. Well, we'll link to another good story that'll be in the village voice yeah. um, from a fellow that we met there. So yeah. There's other, that. there's other yeah. people there that there's, I am not alone. I'm just saying that because that's my experience, but, mm-hmm. but those are the sorts of things, right? So how do we make a more accountable thing? We know what the challenges are. So let's, we should probably at this point. Okay. Yeah. Here. It's straight from the horse's mouth. Oh, you and mean well, uncle grandma? Yeah, I think so. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Here's a few words. From Uncle Grandma. And just so that you can kind of get a taste of what the what that's like, we'll be right back. Uh, Sonny, you have some kind of a problem. They tried to tell you I was coming. If I want to bake cookies, I might bake cookies. But if I want something else, I might do something else. I just hope you can all sit back and relax. But Uncle Grandma... It's not up to you anymore. Because I am the law. I am the government. I am the control of your mind. You didn't take it seriously. You need Uncle Grandma to fix it. Uncle Grandma. Yeah, there you go. Okay, let's get into some <laughs> solutions here. So we have a network communication system and it's a good one and it's yeah. mirrorable. And I think, yeah, the question is like, as a community, mm-hmm. could we build together, come together to build a network communication system? And the answer is yes. The answer is yes. Like, yes. If the will is to the people. Will they use yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. And if the people do use it, it can give them a stronger voice because mm-hmm. it's not just a network communication system. It's actually a foundation. Mm-hmm. It's actually something deeper. It's something that gives legal authority and autonomy to the process. Yeah, exactly. It's not just a bunch of people chatting on Facebook. No. No. Facebook will never actually help you. No. No. But the RLN can. Yeah. So because we know that the colonial empire is on its way out, mm-hmm. it's like trying it's, to do it within itself. And that's it's this uncle saying Grandma it's thing, on its way out. But it, yeah. It's just going to turn. It's like, I'm dying, but I'm not going to go away. Kate, zombie apocalypse yeah. warning. Woo, woo, danger, danger. So we can create a peer to peer networking system just by using it. Mm-hmm. If people don't use it, it won't happen. Yeah. And we can affect how dispatch happens. Yeah. You know, and actually have an impact from blue sky to grassroots and make that a reality. We know that colonial empire is on its way out. And so that shifts our awareness to saying five worlds are the proper authority. 
right? Five Worlds is just remarkable. And we're going to be getting into that more. That's something that's going to be coming up more so um, in 2023. It's it's now. Yeah. And we can talk about Five Worlds now. We're seeing it. We're seeing it. In the collective. Yes. But it's going to become more founded in the world, you know, with like ISBN numbers and things like Mm -hmm. that in 2023. But we've got a ton of material. Maybe we should throw a little bit of Yappa in here. That would be really great. Well, I think it would be good. And a, just a great example of it emerging in the collective was this gathering that happened at the South Caribou Rec Center mm. with the with the bands and them and the councils and their people right. bringing. They had the large gathering; they had three hundred people there or something. Right. And they were talking about taking back the jurisdiction of their children because there's because, a lot of baby snatching going. Well, on. and I mean that's the future. Like, <laughs> so it's something that's going on far too much. Yeah. With the Aboriginals. Yeah. And, and it's so, something that's gone on in my life. Oh, it just, yeah. It's I mean, everywhere. It's There's, not isolated to there, but it's been rampant and like it, abused. It was the residential schools. Yeah. Now it's the Ministry of Children and Family Development enforced through the Royal Canadian Mounted Police that has become this more despotic thing. Mm-hmm. And that's slipping into towing a political line, not uh-huh. being... Uh-huh. Not being a law enforcement body, but towing a political line. Mm -hmm. That's dangerous. This is where holocausts come from. And I think that the people in the legislature know that. And that's why they're saying we need a committee to reform this. Mm -hmm. And I cannot even imagine the challenges internally in that system just to get that happening. It's so so big. It's so big. So big that we'll never really know. But I know that it's big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the five worlds, absolutely. Getting that proper authority back. Um, so those that remain connected to the land have the jurisdiction. Right. right? Yeah. You live here. You have jurisdiction. You're not an Friends, occupier. neighbors, allies. No more occupiers. Right. You're not here to occupy. You're not on somebody else's land anymore. Friends, You're part neighbors, of it. allies. Right. And that takes in the responsibility. Like... You live here. Yeah. You, you live, live here. here. It's you not, have jurisdiction. It's not an occupational army yes. anymore. Yeah. That system's going bye-bye. That bye bye And yeah. Uncle Grandma does not end up doing the Uncle Grandma thing. If, the, if we choose to, you know, accept this narrative where the occupying forces maintain jurisdiction, that's Uncle Grandma. We represented some of those issues previously. Mm-hmm. If we don't solve the problem, Uncle Grandma is going to do it. Can we count on the courts to solve the problems? Well, maybe if we have our own resident judges, we create our own courts, you know, mm-hmm. and if we're taking back those jurisdictions, we're going to need those courts and we're going to need to seek peaceful relations amongst all of the different peoples of the land. And that's what's going on, like you talk about mm-hmm. at the South Caribou Wreck. Yeah. And I mean, even you can even see it among these little. We have these little collectives and groups of oh, people little groups and everywhere. little factions. And so, and you got to let them do their things. Get them do their things. We can't say, and the, you have to do it my way. No. And the courts become, that's done. The courts and these processes become the bridge between groups of people. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And having, you know, resident judges, uh, resident prosecutors, resident law enforcement, resident and responsive sheriffs. Mm-hmm. Right. Law enforcement that's not law enforcement, it's tone of political lines, never going to do that. That's agenda based. And what we really need is law based. Yeah. You know, and and based in the first law of the first people, People. right? Of the first lands. Of the first lands. (laughs) And that doesn't mean that 
you know, the color of your skin dictates what's right and wrong. It doesn't say just because you're a guest means you have no say. It means a little bit of respect goes a long way. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just going to point back to that episode we did on conflict resolution again, because mm-hmm. that, that was a really good one. Right. So if we don't take care of our problems, Uncle Grandma might just try to do it. <laughs> so here we go. New Renaissance or bust? Very, pretty much. It's new Renaissance <laughs> or bust. We can hold on to a dying system and it's like, I'm on my way out, but I won't die if you don't let me. It's yeah. a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Within the systems. And you know what? This is fun. I really like remembering this and I always do. The first article that was ever written in the Village Voice Gazette mm-hmm. was where did our life affirming institutions go? Mm-hmm. And if we don't maintain life-affirming institutions, we get zombie states. Yeah, because they need to die. And they, they need if to they, die. If, if their time is up and they are not allowed, if we don't bury them, give them a funeral, let make them go. peace with it, let them let go. Let them go. We're going to just watch the zombie continue walking oh, into my the God. future. Yeah. And yeah, at the heart of these sorts of institutions our self-preservation mm-hmm. and they will go on way past their expiry yeah. date. Yeah. And so, you know, building into our our institutions of the future with this knowing the expiration and the cultural awareness to know and remember that mm-hmm. you have to let them go. You have to let them go. And what was that what was that movie? Zombie Land yeah. and he was always looking for Twinkies because they were still good. But I'm like, you know, just because a Twinkie is 35 years old in a package somewhere and it still looks okay doesn't mean it's fresh. It's just what's left in the decay of everything else. Right. Just because it's chocked so full of preservatives, yeah. it looks all right. Yeah. But yeah, another fresh food. And again, we have clues that have been left for us from our, you know, ancient cultures, like the Mayan calendar. Right. They showed us, the it calendar ends. showed us that it would end to remind us in the future, us now... Yes, it is ended. It has ended. It has ended. Let it it's go. It's time to come up with something yeah. new. Let's do something. It doesn't new. mean it's the end of the universe. No, people. Oh, it's the end of the world. It's the end of the world. It's going to explode. The end of that of that world, and we're entering the the fifth world. Yes, and that yes. is where we are going. Yeah, we are going to the fifth world, and that's when we talk about the five worlds mm-hmm. where we're going. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful, and it's not you know this fear mongered. Ah, universe it's no it's that's finally ending be grateful that it is be grateful for everything that it has done for us make peace with it it has brought us everything that we have today and we have this absolute pinnacle and marvel of technology architecture Mm -hmm. communications yeah it's incredible i'm so grateful for where we are yeah and like can we embrace it and teach it and build into it Mm -hmm. our own cultural awareness of the historical traditions i think we can of drawing yeah. and singing. Drawing and singing. And art. So that it... And sacred. Understands that we have sacred... And love. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Sacredness in the world. <laughs> sacred. And I think, yeah, maybe we'll we'll get a little bit of a reading of Yapa in yeah. here at the very end for everybody who sticks around for that. So we are all here together. We are solving one problem at a time. And that creates a domino effect that will go through all of these other issues. Right. If we can look at Uncle Grandma and say, yeah, I don't think we want that as a collective, it's going to solve other problems mm-hmm. through the judiciary. And then there's other problems we haven't even talked about. Oh, yeah. Like 
School, education. education. We, we touched on healthcare system. But there's going to be a great so article many. about a new academy in the Village Voice, so check that out. Right. Yeah, yeah, don't send your kid to school. That's where fish go. Yeah. Send them to an academy. Or if you send them to school, just know that they're in a school. They're in a school. Yeah, yeah. it's for fish. And dead fish go with the flow. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to go upstream, and I usually do. So <laughs> this has been a really great episode. Um, it's a little bit disturbing at points, but, you know, we have to look at the gritty underbelly of things so that we can understand what's really going on. You know, <laughs> the car looks nice on top, but the mechanic sees the underside and goes, man, Ooh. oh boy, oh boy, got here? you need to maintain this thing. Mm-hmm. So thanks for joining us on this episode of Cameo Radio. Stay tuned for a little bit of Yappa. Thanks for coming, Danny. You always. Oh, always. I just, I have so much fun doing these things. If you guys are listening to this and you have something to say, be heard. Get on the RLN. Have your story told. Join me on Cameo Radio. We do interviews from all over the place. doesn't matter where you are. Get on Signal. You can join the Signal groups at the uh, RLN Cameo Radio page. Right at the top. Yeah. You just click on it. Download Signal. Get that thing in there. It's a great, great system. Yeah. Interviews can literally happen right over Signal. You don't even have to have a conversation. You can just send it in. Yeah. Just record it and send it. and Full send. Full send. We'll put the postage on it. Okay. Well, thanks again for coming. And don't forget to stay tuned. Get to. That's great stuff. Yappa, the covenant of the saltwater people. 40,000 years before present, a Eucadia text. We are the dancing wind through the grasses and trees. We are the summer rains and swirling mists of steam rising from the rocks. We are the echoes of the nesting birds at dawn and the humming of the insects at dust. We are the first spirits, the first forms and the first ancestors of country. We are the first memories, and all memories of life and change of country. We are all born of country, and spirit of country, whether black or white, new or old, male or female. We are all, and more, than the land called by the southern spirit, the name of Australia. Listen, then, to our words of true law of country, a first law of peoples, called Yapa. A pure heart will know, and a clear mind will see. A poisoned heart will feel nothing, and a clouded mind be blind to truth. Nothing created can be uncreated. Nothing born of spirit can be unmade. Yet all form of spirit changes as country changes. Once this land was under great ice as the end of the world, when no animal or people did walk, Once these lands were great inland seas, where only fish swam. Once these lands were lush forests, and the home of giant spirit animals. All changes but truth and memory of the first ancestors and the first spirits. Truth, knowledge, and memory be hard teachers, but necessary. Those who still respect the nature of right initiation know of such pain but also of the healing of true knowledge. 
the knowledge of far sight that can see truth, that all is spirit and the difference, the knowledge of life and meaning and the power of stillness of mind, the knowledge of the people and the law that follows and the law that flows through the living bodies of all born to country, no matter if they be connected by blood or skin or ancestor, all are connected to First Nations by the true spirit. People did not begin to lose unity to us upon the arrival of strange cultures or even disease. The pain of truth is witness in our divided languages and our divided stories and our divided memory of knowledge. Other people did not do this to the first peoples of country. We say to you that many who claim to speak for country and our spirit will reject Yapa, and even our words. That will stand as an I and speak and act as an I, and that only they speak as we. It is the laws of men and women, not first spirit, that form the boundary of circle, that prevented much memory and knowledge from communication except to the right initiated. So it is the laws of men and women, however wise for many generations, that did condemn such forgetfulness. So men and women have no knowledge of family or country or spirit. The painful truth be that they are hollow, not for the injury caused by others, but the intentional injury and ignorance against the spirit within them, that the illness of I caused to many. We have never abandoned first people of country. We cannot be taken from country, for we are all. Only those chose to live with hearts closed and eyes blind and ears blocked cannot understand this. The source of spirit has always come to you, sung, spoken with you, nurtured you. Remember then, feel then, that you have always heard us and seen us before. Awaken. Wake up to our people. A new dawn is breaking. Country is waking to a bright new day when none forget us. No limitation may defeat us, nor color divide us. Obsess upon the past no more. On the years and failings behind you, the unending love and knowledge revealed to you shall replace all of it. When a true initiate of country embraces Yapa, there be no need to curse or betray the trust of others. So long as you wait, so long as you wait till hate and doubt seemed to consume you no more, now light guides you. There can be no doubt, no goal of unity between the First Nations and all born to country cannot be denied. All paths and song lines be restored and opened. This be the time of healing, the new dream time. Remember who have spoken these words before and who have always guided you and remember who you are and who we are for those yet to come. Sing of joy to all our brothers and sisters, aunties and uncles and cousins. Country welcomes and loves you.